Well, it's official. Russell Westbrook's time with the Purple and Gold is over. The Lakers, Utah Jazz, and Minnesota Timberwolves are all swapping point guards and more in a three-team trade. There is a lot to break down here today, guys, so let's just jump right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, this has been a quite a 24 hours for the Lakers franchise. First, LeBron James, uh, you know, gets the NBA scoring title. Then there's all those, you know, reports about Anthony Davis, him sitting on the bench and what that could lead to. And now it's official. Russell Westbrook is gone and the Lakers are getting a familiar face in D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, Hannah, it's all pretty crazy. Um, you know, Russell Westbrook's very, very tumultuous two years with the Lakers is coming to an end. You know, boy, what an up and down two years. I mean, I, I think there's a tendency to kind of make him the scapegoat for everything. That would not be fair to him. Russell Westbrook played some very good basketball for the Lakers, but unfortunately he also played some very bad basketball for the Lakers, and it was just never a very good fit from the start. And there were reports that at halftime last night he got into a shouting match with the coach who didn't like his attitude when he was taken out of the game at one point. And I know he's had, you know, other shouting matches with Phil Handy, apparently, uh, an assistant coach with the Lakers. So Russ's tenure was really turbulent, but it's over. All right, so let's discuss the uh, the package because this is a lot of teams are involved, a lot of players are involved here. So under the reported terms, the Lakers are getting D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. I'm pretty excited about those two guys uh, from the Timberwolves. While Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano Anderson, Damian Jones, and a lightly protected 2027 Lakers first-round pick will be sent to Utah. Then the Jazz are sending Mike Connolly and Nikel Alexander-Walker to Minnesota, and they will also receive draft picks. So, Dad, obviously today when this uh, rumor was kind of first starting to be reported, it was obviously going to involve three trades, I think, whenever we were looking at, you know, potentially trading Russell Westbrook. But this is pretty uh, an interesting trade, especially because, you know, we're getting D'Angelo Russell back. Now, I don't know if you remember, but D'Angelo Russell at one point in time was supposed to be, you know, the Lakers' face of the franchise obviously did not turn out that way he was actually pretty much hated amongst the fans so very curious to uh see him back in in the Lakers uniform but then dad also getting you know two younger guys in Malik Beasley and a Jared Vanderbilt you know two guys who have a lot of potential who are you know really good only 26 and uh, 23 respectively but let's talk first a little bit uh, about D'Angelo Russell what do you think about uh Russell coming back to the purple and gold well, Hannah, um, I wonder if there's any hard feelings. I mean, uh, that was another one of those Magic Johnson fiascos, you know, as soon as they got uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell, you know, Magic Johnson anointed him as the next great point guard in the league, and uh, he got off to a little bit of a slow start with his career. But but frankly, Hannah, D'Angelo Russell is a scorer. There's no question about it. He's a scorer, and he's a playmaker. The guy can shoot. He can shoot from three. He's a very high-volume shooter, you know, he doesn't have a really high shooting percentage, but this guy can score points and at times a lot of points. His problem is on the defensive end. He's never been much of a defender. It is odd getting him back. I hope there's no hard feelings. He is a free agent at the end of this summer, so I don't know whether he's going to stick around for the long term or not. 
But, you know, I, I think at this point he can certainly help the Lakers for the rest of this season. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting because obviously uh, D'Angelo Russell has moved around a lot in the league. There's some kind of question marks as to why. You know, some say he's not a, a good teammate. But, you know, that he, he is a really... Really a talented scorer, talented shooter. He plays with a lot of confidence. Uh, so a lot of people are feeling that this is a big upgrade from Russell Westbrook. Obviously, he's also, you know, younger than Russell Westbrook. Um, he's a better, you know, three-point shooter. He's improved his three-point shooting this season. So how, it's How old is he, Hannah? I think he's like 25, right? 26? Yeah, I've got to look it up really quickly. But I think D'Angelo Russell's younger. Yeah, and... and uh... You know, again, uh, this is a guy who can score a lot of points in a hurry, and at times he's a little streaky. At times he, you know, he's really, really hot, and he can be a little cold. But this is a significant upgrade scoring-wise. Yeah, so he's only 26 years old. Man, it feels like he's been around the league for forever, but only 26 years old, averaging uh, 18 points, three rebounds, and six assists. So definitely a nice little step up, I think, from Russell Westbrook, and especially if you're looking at it from you know a youth standpoint. Obviously, the Lakers have a lot of veterans. They're an older team, but adding you know Russell and the two other guys we got in, uh, Beasley and Vanderbilt, adds a lot of youth on this team. So that's kind of the main thing that I'm really excited about. Yeah, I completely agree. Now, look, Malik Beasley and and Vanderbilt, both of these guys, I mean, I don't think Laker players, Laker fans know them quite as well as they know D'Angelo Russell, but these are two very solid contributors for the Utah Jazz. They both bring something a little different. Beasley is one of the best three-point shooters in basketball, supposedly. I think he made, I think I saw a statistic that, I don't know if it was this season or last season, He he's made... Uh, like the third most three-point shots of anybody in the NBA. So he's a good three-point shooter. He's, he's not a small guy. You know, by the way, that's good. I'm so tired of these tiny, you know, guards. You know, he's 6'4", and D'Angelo Russell is 6'5", so that that's good. They need some size uh, in the backcourt. And then Vanderbilt, really, really good, you know, defensive player, uh, averages almost eight rebounds a game. I mean, tough guy. I mean, he, these are all upgrades over what we've had, Hannah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, obviously, Jared Vanderbilt's um, a power forward. We obviously have been a little bit kind of a, a little, you know, lacking depth at that power forward position, having a ton of guards. So I'm excited about these two players. You know, obviously, they can uh, score some points. They're tough guys. Uh, obviously, in terms of looking at D'Angelo Russell, he's definitely much better on offense than he is on defense. That's always been a, a huge knack to his game. One thing, though, that I do want to point out in D'Angelo Russell is that he's on an expiring contract. So what are kind of your thoughts about that? Do you think the Lakers have to uh, look to re-sign him this, this offseason or add a contract extension with him? Or do you think they're just kind of happy that, you know, it's kind of a similar situation that they were in with Russell Westbrook? You know, they give it a try. They think it's an upgrade from Russ. But then if it doesn't work out, you know, he uh, he walks this season. The reason that I'm asking you is because, you know, the Lakers gave up that first-round draft pick that they were really hesitant to do. So kind of leads me to believe that they think that uh, D'Angelo could be a part of this Lakers' future. Yeah, um, you know, Hannah, it's a good question. By the way, Rui Hashimura is also on an expiring contract, so the Lakers are going to have a heck of a lot of decisions to make this summer. I mean, of course, that gives them some flexibility. You look, I, I mean, they giving up the two players they gave up were guys who were not even in the rotation, who barely played. I mean, Damian Jones, as we all know, was a real disappointment. I mean, obviously the coaches just didn't think he'd contribute very much. And Juan Toscano-Anderson, a really good teammate, a likable guy, but but really not a great basketball player and not contributing much. So they really didn't give up anything there. 
You know, we knew Russell Westbrook was going. He's on an expiring contract as well. You know, you might as well get something for him, and they did. You know, so really all we're talking about is that uh, that first-round pick. Now, it's top four protected. What that means is if, heaven forbid, the Lakers, like, completely crash and burn, you know, in 2027, and they get end up the number one, two, or three pick in the draft, they'll, they'll keep that draft pick then. It's only, I think, if it's four or later that it's going to go to uh, – uh, to the other team. So I don't know, Hannah, uh, it's hard The Lakers. These look, this is an upgrade. These are good young players. Uh, I think all things considered, Rob Palenka did pretty well with the situation. Uh, I think LeBron should be relatively satisfied. Are these guys going to make the Lakers a champion? Probably not. Are they going to make them? Do they have the potential to make them significantly better? Yes. You know, a lot of people, it's funny just how quick the fans turn because obviously this season, you know, Rob Plink has been pretty hated for a lot of his moves or lack thereof. But now I'm looking on Twitter, he's actually being, you know, heralded for, you know, bringing in Rui Hachimura, who's also young and a really talented player. And now we've got D'Angelo Russell, uh, we've got Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, guys who are all under the age of 27. Uh, you know, he's he added a lot of shooting, a lot of athleticism, youth um, and athletic, a couple athletic wings, which was obviously the Lakers' biggest Achilles heel uh, so far this season. So now it's just funny uh, how fast the tides turn because now on Twitter, you know, people are just raving about Rob Palenka, saying he's, you know, done brilliant moves this this uh, trade deadline. So it's just really funny. I mean, listen, I think personally I'm kind of just, even though Russ played much better for us this past season, you know, he really embraced his role coming off the bench and I really can't credit him enough for that because I never thought he would do it and he really did so I credit him a lot for that I credit him and respect you know how much slack he took from the fans and from the entire NBA and he still came in night in night out and you know played as hard as he could even if he sucked but I think it's just the best for the Lakers and their chemistry and for everyone involved that we just traded him and moved on so I'm excited about this this acquisition. I think this was a pretty darn uh, good trade for the Lakers. But, Dada, real quick, as we're kind of wrapping up here, what would you rate this trade uh, for the Lakers? You know, Hannah, I'm going to, uh, right now, and, and of course, you know, I could be proven wrong, I'm, I'm going to say this is kind of like a strong B-plus for the Lakers. These are three good, diverse, varied, uh, strong young players who should make the Lakers better. They really should. And, you know, when you add Rui Hashimura to the mix here, that's another guy, a good young player. You know, the Lakers should be demonstrably better uh, now than they were before. My question, you know, I've got some bones to pick with the coach. I'm not always happy with with Darvin Ham. My question is, how is he going to mix and match all these guys? Who's going to get the playing time and who's not? And what does it mean for guys like Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker, maybe even Troy Brown? But uh, certainly I think uh, Austin Reeves and and, Tro- and uh, Lonnie Walker, what does it mean for them? Are, are they not going to play anymore or are they going to play? Is this coach going to continue with these tiny guards? You know, just everybody except him knows that a backcourt of Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder does not work. 
everybody knows but him, but he keeps doing it. And so we're going to see, you know, if the coach can make something out of this or not. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting now to see kind of what the lineups are looking like and uh, who ends up kind of getting in that starting spot. Sorry to say this, Dad. I know you kind of mentioned it uh, for a second there, but it may not bode well for your main man, Austin Reeves. But, you know, if he plays as well as he did before his injury, then he should have no complaints. But listen, I kind of tend to agree with you. Uh Kind of giving that B plus, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. You know, they they dramatically upgraded their three point shooting. They still maintain that ball handling and that playmaking with D'Angelo Russell, um, and they added you know a good forward who's going to help us defensively and of course with the the rebounds. So I think this is a you know a good B plus, um, A minus, solid. Great for the Pro Golden. I'm just excited to uh, see this kind of new, refreshed team. Who do you think the other star? I think D'Angelo Russell is, is clearly a starter. Who do you think is going to be in the backcourt with him? I assume it'll either be Schroeder or Beverly, but who do you think? I think it's going to depend. I mean, I think if I had to take a guess, I would say, you know, maybe Patrick Beverly just because normally I would say Dennis Schroeder, but obviously Dennis Schroeder is a little bit more of an offensive type guard versus Patrick Beverly is a little bit more of a defensive-minded guard. And obviously, we all know D'Angelo Russell can't do anything on defense, but he definitely likes to shoot the ball. So I think if you're looking at kind of the best fit with D'Lo, I think you got to go with uh, with Pat Bev. What about you? I think you're probably right, Hannah. I think that's how I would look at it, too. All right, Laker fam. Well, what a day. I'm exhausted, and you just never know because the trade deadline, you know, we still have a few more hours here. Something else could very well happen. You just never know with the purple and gold, but that is going to be it. Once again, the Lakers make a huge trade today. Get rid of Russell Westbrook and acquire D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, and Malik Beasley. Until next time, Laker fam, well, actually, let me know what the heck you think about this trade. Let me know who you think should be in that starting lineup. Uh, You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, which maybe very short, it's our third podcast of the day, uh, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.